But for those that don't know, this is the first ever United We Stand on the EP. Who's keen to be part of history? And, and I believe there will be a day where we're at one of the footy ovals or even the foreshore because this building can, won't be able to contain the, the amount of people can, coming together for that. But who, who's key for those days? But you are a history maker and you'll be able to look back in 30 years, 10 years ago. You know what? I remember the first time I was with a bunch of 100 youth together at that one heart church. And now look, it's incredible. And who believes we can see that happen? That's it. That's it. But so if you've got, who's got a Bible? Bible, everyone, anyone got a Bible? Am I the only one with a hard Bible? Wave one up if you got one. Man, I am an old school man. I'm an old school man. But if you have your iPhone on that Bible, scroll to, type to Deuteronomy 19. Can anyone say Deuteronomy 19? If you get towards Leviticus and Joshua, if you're like me, you're getting close. Deuteronomy 19, and we're going to read three verses or four verses. Cool with that? Or should we read a whole chapter? We'll go a few verses. So we're going to look at Deuteronomy 19. From verse 2 to verse 7. Can everyone say verse 2 to verse 7? So are we ready? We're ready. Here we go. Then you must set apart three cities of refuge. Everyone say three. You must, everybody say three. There we go. You must set apart three cities of refuge in the land the Lord your God is giving you. Survey the territory and divide the land your Lord, the Lord your God is giving you into three districts. Pause there. That's sounding a bit uh, Hunger Games to me. Three districts, districts here, but the original uh, Hunger Games, eh? We'll keep reading. Into three districts. With one of these cities in each district. So we need a refuge city in each district. Everyone got making sense of that? Yep. All right. Hopefully by the end of the message, you all will make sense of that. Then anyone who has killed someone can flee to one of those cities of refuge for safety. If someone kills another person unintentionally, without previous hostility, the slayer may flee to any of these cities to live in safety. For example, everyone say, for example. For example, suppose someone goes into the forest with a neighbor, a neighbor to cut wood. Timmy, come up here. You're my neighbor. So me and Timmy go into the forest to cut wood, right? This is, we're just reading what the Bible says. And suppose one of them swings an axe to chop down a tree and the axe head flies off the handle, killing the other person. Hey, Timmy, just flip the page for me. So, so what we're seeing here, we're going to call, suppose that one person, they have an axe to chop down trees and we're going to call him Woody. Can everyone say Woody? Yeah. Why? Because the guy was chopping down trees for wood. Yeah. So Woody and his neighbor, Timmy, are going down to the, the forest to chop down some trees, right? And so it says that the axe head flies off, kills Timmy. Because that, all right? In such cases, a slayer may flee to one of these cities of refuge to live in safety. Now you can stand up, Timmy, and take your seat. Who loved Timmy? Give him a clap. If the distance to the nearest city of refuge is too far, an enraged avenger might be able to chase down and kill the person who caused the death. Then the slayer would die unfairly since he had never shown um, hostility towards the person who died. That is why I'm commanding you to set aside three cities of refuge. Say three cities of refuge. Now, we're going to say, all right, before we go, if you don't take any photos, feel free. My name's Josh. Uh, Instagram, at Josh Santosofano. But hashtag UWS17. But here's the title of the message. Everyone say that, accidental deaths. Get it? Accident, ac accidental deaths. Get it? Accidental deaths. So, uh, are we cool if we pray? Who wants to pray? 
Holy Spirit, we thank you that you're here right now. God, we just thank you that the Bible says faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. And God, we've heard your word right now, and we believe that faith can be stirred in our spirits, faith can be stirred in our lives, that we can leave this place better, we can leave this place bigger, and we can leave this place having a touch from heaven. And Holy Spirit, we just believe that you continue to speak to us. And God, we just thank you that united we stand, use the life stands that it's not one denomination doing it better, but all of us doing it together. And we thank you for unity. And we believe that people will meet you today, Jesus. And everyone said, amen, amen. amen. So accidental deaths, or Woody, right? We, 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 we saw the picture. Who, who's still seeing that playthrough? Someone chopping down the tree, and then whoosh, off comes that axe head killing someone. But that was an oops, oh no moment. Can everyone say oops? Can everyone say oh no? Oh, no. Accidental deaths are oops, oh no moments. Who's ever had an oops, oh no moment? Anyone in this place? Oh, I, I'm glad I'm not the only one. Who's, who's heard of the quote, look with your eyes, not your hands? Who's heard that quote? Tell the person next to you, poke them, look with your eyes, not your hands. So that quote, you would have often heard from your grandparents, your parents, a teacher. Who knows what I'm talking about? Those people will often tell you, look with your eyes, not your hands. Why? Or, or we might even tell it to our younger brother and sister. We might tell it to our our younger cousin, young neighbor, who knows what I'm talking about. We, we'll say that quote. Why? Because we wanted to prevent an oops moment. Why? Because we want to prevent an unknown moment from happening. Why? Because we want to prevent an accidental death. Who knows what I'm talking about? That's why we say those things. Look if your eyes, not your hands, because oops, oh no, bad things happen, yeah? It happens too easy. And so who has ever had, I said before, who has had an accidental death moment? For example, who's had this statement? I should not have done that. I really should not have done that. Yep. I'm preaching to everyone like me. I should not have said that. I really should not have said that. Another one. I should not have touched that. I really should not have touched that. Final one. I should not have smelt that. I really should not have smelt that. Who knows what I'm talking about? Oops, oh no moments. Yep, exactly. And so, for example, for me, an oops, oh no moment... Who, who here loves footy? Oh, come on. Oh, good. Like some girls here. This is what we're talking about. These girls know what they're talking about. I love a brand new leather footy, right? But when you kick that brand new leather football onto a, a bitumen road and that thing scuffs up, that's an oops on oh no moment. That's a, that is devastating. Who knows what I'm talking about, boys? Scuffing up brand new footy up. Um, another one is, now this, this is a bit controversial, but who's ever been to a friend's house before for the first time? Anyone? You know what the worst oops on oh no moment is? Is when you block their toilet. That is the worst oops on oh no moment. That is the worst. How, how, what if it's your crush? Uh, uh, um, do you just leave it there for a surprise? I don't know. You tell me. You tell me how you can figure out that one. But we've all had those accidental deaths, yeah? We all have. Um, and so now, for those that don't know, my, as I said before, my name's Josh, and I'm the youth. Uh, what I do regularly is youth pastoring. So I'm not just the EP Youth Live Regional Leader. I run a youth ministry week to week, yeah? That, that's what I do. Who else is a youth pastor here? We've got a few around the place. Quickly, who's here from Sejuna? Give us a yeah. Yes, we've got people from Sejuna. Who's here from Wayala? Oh, there is people from Wayala, but they seem to have accidental deaths. Um, uh, who's here from uh, somewhere in between their peninsula? Yes, yes, we're all here. Okay. So... 
But so, as I said, I'm a youth pastor locally in Port Lincoln. And so, uh, Sean, my friend here, is going to organize that a little bit of a prop for me. But basically, uh, being involved in youth, you see a lot of accidental death moments. Not people literally dying at youth, but you see a lot of oops or no moments. That should have not happened. That should not have happened, right? We see it all the time. And so, as youth, one time we had a connect group. Who knows what a connect group is? A small group. They call it different names. And so, it was a good night. Anyone say good night? We had a good night. But, and then so, uh, oh, who, who wants to, me to illustrate this, this, this example, all right? All right. So one of my leaders, <coughs> Sean, um, was, was using his initiative. Can everyone say initiative? Initiative. So the night was over. People had gone home and it was packed down time, right? So he used his initiative and got out a vacuum cleaner, right? Vacuum cleaner. And he starts using his initiative, doing the right thing. Doing the right thing, using his initiative, vacuuming, right? He's, he's doing his thing when, oops, oh no moment. So, so he, Sean is, the, is a man of God serving, vacuuming, he's, he's doing what he can, and he thinks, I'll pretend to be a comedian. I know how I can get a laugh. Who knows, that's when danger strikes. And so he pretends to suck up this girl's hair, right? And so, because hey, you know, who knows, your, your grandparents have done it to you. You're sitting down there pretending to vacuum up because you're a piece of mess. And they pretend, and he goes, I'll have a bit of fun. I'll pretend to vacuum up her hair. Neck minute, everyone say neck minute. Oops, oh no, accidental death. Go to the next uh, picture there. Who's heard of James Cheney? Who's seen that man on TV before? This vacuum isn't just your normal vacuum, right? This vacuum is equipped with a James Cheney type of ad uh, air-driven turbo turbine tool brush. That's a tongue twister. Can everyone say that with me? Air-driven turbo turbine tool brush. Now, what that means is it's got a spinny thing in it, right? That's basically what it means, right? Now, I don't know about you if you've ever used one of these James Cheney death traps, is that when you're vacuuming the ground, they often get hair all tangled in it. Now, and I don't know about you, I don't know if you've ever had the privilege to untangle one of these before. It is a mean feat just by itself. When this is attached to someone's newly hair accessory, because their hair has just been tangled up, it is not an easy job. Who knows what I'm talking about, right? And so my mate Sean, from a, having a, a good intention of serving God and vacuuming, became an oops or no moment. And, 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 and so what we see there was he had a great intention, but the action was, had a drastic consequence. Who knows what I'm talking about? right? And so same with Woody, right? Woody had the best intention. I'm going to get some firewood with my buddy Timmy. Next minute, axe head's gone, kills his mate. That, now that's pretty, so you can have the best intention. There's nothing wrong with chopping wood, but when the axe head flies off and kills someone, that's a bad action, right? So we can see there's a difference between our intention and our action, right? Who, who knows what I'm talking about? And so uh, another one is my sister, right, was cleaning the bathroom. That's cool. It's cool to clean the bathroom. But she was using bleach. Now, if people don't know, bleach on your brand new pants makes them spotty in places you don't want them to be spotty, right? And so she had the best intention to clean our bathroom, but the action of wrecking my brand new pants wasn't a good action, right? I was spewing. And so, um, but, and then again, so... Now, now, we look at this axe, right? If I was to go down, if Woody, let's say I was Woody, if I was to go down to the, the forest to chop down some wood, I am not going to be going kung fu fighting, karate chopping trees down. No way. I will get the axe because the axe head has a benefit that goes far more better than my karate chop. 
Who knows what I'm talking about? If you had the opportunity to kung fu fight hands or axe, what would you choose? Axe, because it has a benefit that does far more than what the other thing can do, right? So it actually has a good benefit. We, we, we agree with that? Yes, exactly. And so, but, but with the positive blessing that axe has, when it comes loose, it does damage. And so the question is, we've got to ask ourselves, what have you let slip? Tell three people around you, what have you let slip? What have you let slip? What have you let slip? Some things that, we can, that have great positive influence that we can let slip are Bible reading. Have you let your Bible reading slip? Your prayer, your prayer time, your, if you speak in tongues, have you let that let slip? Other things, church, youth attendance, have you let the amount of times you go, are you regular or have you let that slip? Other things, your sexual purity, have you let that slip? Your, even your text messages, your, your, your contact with the opposite gender, have you let that slip? Other things, what are you watching? Movies, TV shows, YouTube, social media, have you let what your eyes looking at double liking? Have you let your, your morals let slip? Other things, what, um, your language, your tongue, have you let your words slip? Are you saying words that you wouldn't have said five years ago, a year ago, two months ago? What have you let slip? Right? That's an important question we've got to ask ourselves. If you're taking notes, write that down. What have I let slip? Why? Because when things fly, people die. Can everyone say that? When things fly, people die. There will be, there we go. Yeah, when things fly, people die. And that's so true. I'm going to read this. Proverbs 26. Everyone say that. Proverbs 26. 18 to verse 19. Just as damaging as a madman shooting a deadly weapon is someone who lies to a friend and says, I was only joking. Because our words can have power and we let them slip. We, oh, it was only a joke. Sean was only having a joke. Next minute, there was an accidental death. There was an oops, oh no moment. We can be, our voice, we could be having a joke, but you know what? That has power and that can cause damage to someone's life. Yeah? Proverbs 25, 18. Telling lies about others is as harmful as hitting them with an axe. And so we got to, for just for one example, we've got to make sure our words, we've got to make sure our language is tight, that is, it, that is good. Because, for example, you, could be, you might hate your job. You could start telling your boss off. But you know what? You're going to lose your job. And so you let your, that, that, those words fly, you're going to be killing yourself, as in you don't have a job anymore. And so you're either killing yourself or you're killing someone else with your actions when you let them slip. So you've got to be so, uh, so careful, so strategic, so deliberate in what you do and why you do it. Because when things fly people die. And so back to the Bible, we saw those refuge cities, right? Can everyone say that? Refuge cities. And so Psalm 17, 7 says this, show me, this is like being God, your unfailing love in wonderful ways. By your mighty power, you rescue those who seek refuge from their enemies. Okay, Josh, Woody killed someone, right? We saw that. Woody killed someone. I have never killed anyone. You, who, who knows what I'm talking about? You know what, Josh? You're talking about this. People actually died, but no, I've never killed someone. Who's in that position here? Obviously, you would be, because otherwise you'd be in jail. Um, and so, the Romans three verses three twenty-five says this: Yet God, in His grace, freely makes us right in His sight. He did this through Christ Jesus when He freed us from the penalty of our sins. Now, sin and sins are oops on oh moments. If you don't know what the word meaning of sin is, a sin is an oops on oh moment. That's what a sin is. Basically, is that writing notes, if, you're not a, if you don't know what this church stuff is, that's what a sin is, an oops, on oh no moment, a sin is an accidental death, right? And so, uh, uh, 
And so our sins are not our intention, but it's when the things just come loose. And so Romans 3.23 says it's the wages of sin is death. Hashtag eternal hell. That's what, what sin does. When we have an oops, oh no moment, what that equals is, 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 is eternal hell. And, and we don't want that wage, yeah? I don't want the way, that, way, that wage of sin, yeah? Does anyone hear? I don't. And so John 10.10 10 says this. The thief, devil, saint, so many other names you can call him, his purpose is to steal, kill, and destroy. My being Jesus purpose is to give them a rich and satisfying life. And you know what? The devil wants to hold you to your sin and say, you're guilty. You don't deserve eternal life. He wants to condemn you and say, you know what? You've made an oops or no moment. You deserve to die. That's what the devil says to us. But Jesus wants us to run to him for freedom. Jesus, just like Woody would run to a refuge city when he accidentally killed someone, goes, you know what? Jesus is our refuge city. Jesus is that place that we run to and get freedom from our oops or no moments, from our sins, from our mistakes, right? Who, 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 Let's get some encouraging going here. And as children, uh, the dream of most people is to want to be a movie star. Let's, let's, get, let's get a bit more happier now. You know what I'm talking about? As a child, you want to be a movie star. You want to be on TV. Like, I'm going to be a bit transparent here. As a kid, I used to want to be like on High School Musical and stuff. Like, yeah, I could be a singer on that and be famous. But, but who knows what I'm talking about? As a kid, you want to be on a TV show. You want to be a movie star. I feel like I could be recognized and just become famous somehow. Who knows what I'm talking about? You want to be famous. You want to be a movie star as a child. For me as well as a kid, I wanted to play AFL. I think, yep, I'll play AFL. I'm going to dominate. I'm going to have everyone, kids, wearing my jumper with my number and name on the back. Anyone else those dreams are just me. I was very, uh, that's good. I'm glad other people wanted to have fame. But you know what? Now, I don't want to be, I don't want to be play for AFL. I don't want to be a movie star. I want to go viral on social media. Come on, that's my dream. I want to go viral. Anyone else have that dream in here? No? Nah, all right. That, 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 this is just me. But I want to go, I want to go viral because that's what I want to, that's what my dream is now. And so I love memes and especially life hack memes. Who's watched life hacks on YouTube? I can be there for hours and it's like, wow, oh, how did I not know that? Who knows what I'm talking about? And so um, who knows what a life hack is? Anyone who doesn't know what a life hack is? I'm going to read you the definition for you who didn't know what it was. A strategy or technique adopted in order to manage one's time and daily activities in a more effective way. And so um, we're just going to look at the screen. And so before we see life hacks, Often you see people doing things the hard way, um, and you go, so for example, boating, you're doing it wrong. That is not a life hack. That is doing it wrong. The other one, earplugs, you're doing it wrong. Who's ever used earplugs like that? Next, next one. Correct, incorrect, very incorrect. The moustache goes here, not on the top of the head. I love that one with the, the donkey and the man. You're doing it wrong. Who knows you don't carry the car on your back. You ride the car. So... That is not a life hack. That is the opposite. That is, right? So that is how you do it wrong. A life hack is the opposite in that how you do it correctly, right? Who knows what I'm talking about? Because, for example, I could give you a new invention and be like, here you go, Tim. And Tim might go, oh, he thinks it's a drumstick, not a microphone. And so this is what happens when people see things and not know what to do with it, right? So let's go to life hack, which is the opposite, when you go, wow, that's how you use it. So here's, here's some ones. Put a stocking over the end of a vacuum to find the item, um, lo, um, tiny items like earrings. There you go. Get your sister's stocking and go, I need to borrow this. If you guys are losing their ring, earrings. I didn't think that went through very well. Um, you need an inexpensive cookbook holder. Try a pants hanger. 
I've got heaps of them. Like, what am I going to do with these? There you go. Start cooking. Um, the other one there, use a fitted sheet to keep sand off when at the beach. Great idea. That's a life hack. The other one, who's seen that YouTube video of the dad doing his daughter's hair? Life hack. That's what the vacuum's for. You take the air turbine head off and you, you do that. Another one, a good sandwich guide. Who's, who's ever had the sandwich like that and you just eat the cr corner of the crust and you're like, this is disgusting? Anyone? Me, I just had those ones. Who wants to hear my own life hack? Who wants to hear this? Who wants to hear this? Right. So who likes Nutella in this place? Uh, if you're allergic to, to nuts, sorry, Nutella's the best. But I, I, I started to get to a stage in school where one sandwich didn't cut it. Well, you could cut it, but it wasn't enough to, to f feed my hunger, right? And so I, I crafted a plan. Rather than having two sandwiches and four bread, have a triple-decker sandwich. Two Nutella for less bread. Come on, somebody. Yeah, there you go. That might help one of you out. Um, last one. Who's sick of the old school winding down the window? Get your dad's drill and, and electric away. Cool. Next, next one. This is a game changer. Come on. Life hacks. Sean, I'm feeling a bit parched. Thanks, mate. Chocolate milk for days. Hashtag blessed sale. Who knows what I'm talking about? Who knows exactly? But who knows, when you see a life hack, you go, I am never not doing that again. Who knows what I'm talking about? Why, why having to get the, the, this importance of a cup? Just take it with you to school. Hey, guys. Life hacks are game changers. And when I see a life hack, I go, wow. Wow. Yeah, who knows? Anyone say, wow. Wow. And so, uh, and so basically, when you get a life hack, you never go back. Can everyone say that? When you get a life hack, you never go back. And so it's a game changer. So the band's going to come back for us. And so the Bible, this book, is often viewed as a book of rules, do's and don'ts, right? Who knows what I'm talking about? Society says, oh, it's just a lot of rules. You can't do this. You can't do that. Who, who's, who's heard the people talk about the Bible like that? Christianity is irrelevant, boring and dumb. Yeah? Am I the only one? Am I the only one that hears those? Yeah, exactly. But uh, I believe it is not that at all. And so in, who's heard the acronym B-I-B-L-E, Basic Instructions Before Leaving Earth? Who's heard that? And I truly believe that's what the Word of God is. It is basic instructions for us before we leave earth, right? And so in Hebrews 4.12, says this, for the Word of God is alive and powerful. And the Bible is alive and powerful. 2 Timothy 3.16-17, all Scripture is inspired by God and useful to teach us what is true and to make us realize what is wrong in our lives. It corrects us when we are wrong and teaches us to do what is right. God uses it to, pray, to prepare and equip His people to do every good work. So basically, those two verses tell us the Bible is a life hack. The Bible has strategies and techniques when adopted manages one's time and daily activities in a more effective way. The Bible is a game changer. Can everyone say that? The Bible is a game changer. And so can I tell you this? Jesus wants to turn your whoops to wow. Can everyone say that? Jesus wants to turn your whoops to wow. And so you might have an oops or no moment. You might make whoops, but can I tell you, Jesus wants to take your whoops and turn it into a wow. And the simple key is, get into a relationship with this. Make it a daily habit in your life where you get into the Word of God, where you let Jesus speak to you, because He will turn your whoops to wow. And so Luke eleven twenty eight, 28, Jesus says, 
even more blessed. Say more blessed. So we're already blessed here. We can go sponsor those guys in compassion because we are blessed, right? But even more blessed are all who hear the Word of God and put it into practice. So you might have a life hack. You might, but you know what? It's useless to you if you don't apply it. And so Jesus wants to make your life better. He wants to make your life more blessed, but we've got to apply it. We've got to actually do it, yeah? And so Proverbs 24, 16. The godly may trip seven times, but they will get up again. The godly may trip seven times, but they will get up again. Another translation says it like this. The righteous may fall seven times and rise again. And can I tell you, every young person here, can everyone just stand up quickly? I want to tell every person here that, you know what, you may trip, you may fall. It's, I think it's cool that it says seven times because there's seven days in a week, yeah? Who knows what I'm talking about? There's seven days in a week. I'm just going to bring this up here for me. There's seven days in a week. And so we may, we may have an oops or no moment. We may have an accidental death every day. But Jesus says, you know what? When you're godly, when you're righteous, you will rise again. So you know what? Every time you have an oops or no moment, you've got to go, I'm going to trade my oops for Jesus as well. Because the godly rise again. The righteous get up again. doesn't matter how many times you trip. You get into the Word of God. You get a life hack for that whoops. And you will rise again. Who believes that can happen in their life tonight? Exactly. And so... Uh, I'm just gonna. We, we, I'm gonna pray. And you know what? We saw on the on the screen before in that video. It asked a question. We have all one thing in common, and God wants to be part of our story. Will you let Him be part of your story? That's the question we got to ask ourselves tonight. Do we want Jesus to be a part of our story? Do we want Jesus to be the life hack in our life that makes our whoops a wow? Right? We got to ask ourselves that question. And so just as the Israelites had the refuge city to run to, we do too, and his name is Jesus. Because of the cross, Jesus is our refuge city where we can run to for freedom. And so do you want your whoops to, to go to where? You know what? You can trade your whoops for Jesus' where. And Jesus has made that claim for us. We can trade our whoops for his where. And so what have you let slip? The Bible, uh, the Bible will help you see what is loose and tie it or life hack you better. And so uh, what we're going to do right now is we're just going to start singing. And then can we, can we all just raise our hands in this place right now?